Oh my god, hi. This is Devin from Disney Adult, a podcast brought to you by the Trident Network. On Disney Adult, we bring together Chicago comedians to watch and discuss Disney movies from the perspective of adults. In these movies, there are things we love, things we hate, things that maybe haven't aged so well, and things that are timeless. Uh, the Trident Network's wonderful podcasts, including Disney Adult, can be found anywhere you get your podcasts. Subscribe today. How we looking? You're almost there, buddy. Keep raising that room. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody. What's up? What's up, Twitch? Currently Twitch and podcast listeners in the future. This is I Love Improv with Trent Dozier. I'm your host, Trent Dozier. And as always, I cannot hear the music that is playing. That is why I ask Val how long I need to continue dancing. Um... So thank you, Val, for your help. And right now, if you're here um, joining us live in the chat, give some love to our technical producer for the show, Val Agnew. Hey, Val. Hey, Trent. Uh, What's up? Oh, nothing. You know, another beautiful day here in uh, Burbank, California, living the dream, uh, trying to live my best life out here in uh, shorts and sandals 24-7. And you know what? Mm -hmm. It's going pretty well. How's it going for you back in the shy uh, well, it went from 70 degrees to 50 degrees uh, between yesterday and today, and it was raining when I went to go get tacos. So not like L.A. Tough. <laughs> Can't win them all. But still, but still my home. Yeah, I think Chicago is uh, my home and my heart as well. And I know our guest this week, Chicago is certainly their home. Before I introduce you to... Uh, our guest for this episode of I Love Improv with Trent Dozier. First, you are watching I Love Improv with Trent Dozier on twitch.tv slash the Trident Network. This show is a part of the Trident Network. Of course, the Trident Network uh, has shows streaming all the time on Twitch like this. Um, there's also podcasts, <laughs> which is also like this. Um, and there's some pre-recorded stuff um, that's on there all the time. You can go to the thetridentnetwork.com for more information on all of that. And uh, if you would like to subscribe to the Trident Network Twitch channel, which you are watching now, Val, there's a button down here somewhere people can click on to subscribe. Am I yep. in the general? You got it, bud. Okay. You, yep, nice. you're good. <laughs> right there. Um, if you have an Amazon Prime account, you can um, actually subscribe to this channel for free through that. So that's something to think about, something to consider. Uh, if you're a member, you also get access to the Party Dolphin emote, which is the Party Dolphin is, of course, the mascot of the Trident Network. And with that, you can throw some Party Dolphin claps and whatnot uh, into the chat. Val, why don't you throw some Party Dolphin claps in the chat? Show the people what it's all about. On it. Um, I think that's it. Anything else you would like to say at the top here, Val, before we get into it? No, we're just so excited for everyone to be here. Yes, we all love improv. Uh, thank you, <laughs> everyone who's here in the chat, joining us in the chat now. Um, this week, we have a great friend, a great improviser, and soon to be a great guest. Please welcome to the screen my friend, Chicago's own Hannah McDonald. Hey, Hannah. Hello, Trent. How's it going? 
Good. How's it going with you? You know, sun's up, guns up, or whatever. Sun, sun's yeah. out, guns out. Sun's out, guns out, I think is the phrase. Not That's sun's up, the guns phrase. Up. Sun's up, guns up might be a more, like, Florida phrase. I don't know. Um, yeah. Hannah, how are you enjoying Chicago at this time? I, um... Well, okay, honestly, I don't care for fall. I love summer, so I just came off a really good couple of months, uh. really had a blast, and I was, I, I'm trying to be excited about fall. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, okay, this means I can watch scary movies, so that's something that I like, yes. so I can I can do that for myself, but it is so gloomy and rainy. Like, today I went and I walked to the store, and it wasn't raining. It was just, like, misting the whole time and my phone said it wasn't raining but it was just misting i returned home and i was just wet yeah i hate that being being wet when i wasn't expecting to be wet Mm -hmm. it's my number one pet peeve anybody will tell you who knows me hate it um this is uh this is a tangent but because you did say scary movies did you see the new halloween movie yet halloween kills no i'm not uh i haven't seen all that many movies from that franchise mm-hmm. i i need to get more into slasher that's an area that i haven't really explored sure i i also haven't seen it yet the the one that is uh, the prelude to this i guess the halloween movie from a couple years ago great i've heard halloween kills is bad but i will okay. still see it i will report i'll report back to everybody uh in two weeks um <laughs> but i think that's enough uh jibber jabber Let's get into the show, shall we? Does that sound good to you, Hannah? Yes, please, let's. Great. Okay. Um, As always, first, I'm going to tell Hannah what I love about her as an improviser. Um, And then from there, her and I will do a scene together um, that will be inspired by a suggestion from someone in the chat, hopefully. Um, As always, before I get into telling Hannah what I like about her as an improviser, um, if you would like to start throwing out suggestions now, you can. Feel free to. Um, if you're not familiar with either of us, maybe this conversation will help inform the suggestion you give, number one. And number two, uh, as always, we like a very specific suggestion, something that's not um, broad like pen, but something more specific like Hannah is a pen salesman with a limp. <laughs> And, and Trent is, is her ward learning to be a pen salesman. You know, something better than that. Um, but anyways, maybe this conversation will help inform your potential suggestion. Um, Hannah McDonald, I love, I love to improvise with you. You are, um, you were, Hannah was my teammate on Carl and the Passions when I was in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And she was actually uh, the person who recommended me for the team so uh, thank you to hannah um and i think that's because we had fun playing with each other we were in class at the same time at cic theater um so i think hannah liked watching me do improv i don't know seems like maybe yes uh but i always loved watching hannah do improv hannah i feel like first of all as a um as like a group player I think you are an incredible teammate, both on stage and off. But specifically on stage, I feel like you're a great listener. You don't um, – if someone says something, whether they give it importance or not, you hear everything and you remember everything and you are great at 
um, giving your teammates gifts and um, playing with your teammates. I also feel like you are someone who is not afraid to break on stage, which I like, but you're also someone who I think is a good actor, if that if that makes sense. Um, so I just feel like you, when you do improv, it's always believable to me, and I, I really appreciate that. Even if it's an absurd scene, um, everything you do is is believable and, and grounded in reality. And um, as someone who got to play with you a lot, that was always, like, just so helpful for me and easy for me and made it easy to be like, it doesn't matter what we're doing. Hannah will ground this, and this it will it will be real. That is, that is all not to say that you don't get silly because I've seen you be wacky and ridiculous on stage too. And I think your, I think your range as an improviser is, um, pretty underrated and not discussed enough. Um, but I think you have great range. Um, and also, uh, this is more generic. I think you do a great little Southern mom character. Seen it before. Love it. It's one of my favorite things. Um, but yeah, you're, you're a great, you are a great teammate, someone who I, am happy to be on a team with and um i feel lucky enough that i got to be on a team with you someone who i love improvising with and we're gonna do some improv today uh hannah do you agree with that assessment or was i uh was i off in any areas um oh my gosh first of all thank you for everything that you said this I, sitting here felt like you know when you're at a restaurant and people are singing happy birthday and you're like i don't know how to take yes. this um that's what it felt like, but in a really good way. Like, um, like you were holding a chocolate cake. <laughs> uh, um, yes, I I would agree. I, um, not in a way that's like, yeah, exactly what you said is correct. <laughs> but just like with the breaking, I feel like that's currently so true for me because having not really improvised for a year and a half, and then finally being back on stage, I'm so happy to be playing with my friends and everything they do is so amusing to me now. And I'm not like burnt out. Like I maybe used to be, even though I always had fun on stage with my friends, but when you're doing, you know, however many shows a week, it's easier to just keep a straight face on stage. Yeah. But now I'm breaking probably every show I do just because I'm having so much fun with my friends. Ugh. Don't you hate it? Having fun all the time. I hate it. So it's so tough. <laughs> Uh, tell you what it's so tough so tough to have fun well honestly i think that's a nice um that's a very uh astute self-assessment in terms of the breaking and knowing why you do or don't break also so true it just you know pre-pandemic especially in chicago i think a lot of people me and you included were just mm -hmm. kind of doing shows to do shows as opposed to doing the shows because we loved it and yeah it's a lot uh once you're once you're playing with your friends it's a lot different than being like well here's my here's the obligation i have to fulfill as opposed to like i get to play with my friends tonight totally and when you know that you are supposed to be following a certain format and everyone around you is taking it seriously and then you're going to get notes afterwards while that's super constructive and helpful it's like that's like an exercise that's like work a little yep. bit versus I just am here because I want to have fun with my friends. No one's giving us notes after it doesn't matter. It's just for fun. That's an entirely different vibe. And now when I'm on stage and I do break, I don't feel bad about it. Cause I'm like, I don't care if people can see that I'm amused by my friends. And my favorite thing to do is to try to make my teammates break because, because 
I respect the audience. I want them to laugh, obviously, mm-hmm. but I don't care so much if they do. Like if they don't think what I'm doing is funny and whatever, if I think it's funny and my friends think it's funny, like I like making my friends yeah. laugh. Yes. I, okay, we'll get into it after, but I totally agree. I agree with all that. Uh, okay. With all that being said about Hannah, now that you know a little bit about her uh, and some about me, um, if you could please uh, throw a suggestion into the chat of a scene you would like to see Hannah and I do. Um, we actually have a great suggestion great. already. Great. I'm going to stop talking. <laughs> uh, first time chatter, uh, Nick Wilson oh! has, su- has suggested... Uh, husband and wife, quick change magicians driving home after an okay show. Oh my god! Okay, okay. <laughs> thank you, okay. thank you, Nick. I'll just say before we start, Nick Wilson, born on my birthday. Hey, buddy. <laughs> or were you born on his birthday? You know what? I think he's a year or two older than me, so I was born on his birthday. Wow. Yeah. All right. Have fun, you two. Thank you, Val. Thank you. Well, I don't know if we have to get um, into specifics. I think we both know who did what in what ways yeah. that went wrong. I just think it might be time to spruce up what we're doing coming out of intermission. Okay. I just, I just um, kind of think final countdown is overplayed at this point. And also, it doesn't make sense for us to do the final countdown trick coming out of intermission because, as I've explained before, final countdown should be the last mm-hmm. trick. That should not be the song coming out of final. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, and I hear you when you say that. Every time you say it, I do hear you, but I'm going to remind you we're subverting audience expectations by doing it earlier on. Yeah. And that in itself is a little bit magical mm-hmm. because, you know, it's the, the shock of it. And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to shock it off. Mm-hmm. Right. Are we, okay, yes. Are we trying, sure. Okay. Sorry. Are we trying to shock and awe or are we trying to, you know, have people leave happy with lasting memories of, of the shock and awe? You, does that make sense? Are we trying to scare them or are we trying to have them have memories forever? And, you know, I, hey, I'll say it. I feel like fear is a lasting memory. You know, I, my strongest member memories from childhood are the times I was terrified. Okay. You know, the, the time I encountered a Rottweiler, <laughs> the time I got lost in the grocery uh-huh. store, the time that I passed a cemetery and forgot to hold mm-hmm. my breath. Those memories stand out to me. Okay. Well, um, I just, I don't know that everybody, I don't know that everybody feels the same way. I, like me personally, I hate to be afraid. I don't like being scared. And anytime I am scared, I forget those memories as soon as I, as soon as I can. Yeah. Like. Okay. Well, I just feel like that's unique to you and that probably our audience, um, if they're there to see magic, they want to be a little bit afraid. I, I, do you associate magic with scared? Yes, because uh, when I was a child, I went to a magic show, saw a lady chopped in half. Of course, I now know how that trick works, but at the time, yeah. the blood everywhere really got yes. me. Okay, okay, I didn't know that. That I didn't. I didn't understand that that story had such a profound effect on you. I just think that 
I appreciate that we're subverting the form, but I feel as though it's time maybe we should fall back in line a little bit with the form. You're bored. I don't think I'm not. I'm not bored. I love you and I love magic and okay. I love I love subverting the form, but I just feel like the like okay, let me ask you this. Did you notice that the whole front row was gone for the second act of the show tonight? I thought that was a little bit magical. No. Where'd they go? Phoebe, that's not No, that's not they left. <laughs> There's a group of magicians. I yeah, but I think if it was magicians, they would have put a little flourish on them leaving, like you or I would, you know? Okay, well, you know, not everyone's as good as us. I'm just, I'm hearing you, and I'm, and I, maybe it was a jump to say you were bored, but what I'm hearing is you don't like things the way they are, and I, I can't help but take it personally. I, I didn't mean for this to come off as a, a personal attack towards you as i said i love you i love magic i love subverting the form mm -hmm. i love what we're doing i just think you know it might be time to spice up the act a little bit do something do something different because while we are subverting the form we've been subverting the form for what 12 years now so while it's subversion for the audience it is repetition for us and it's just a little boring also we're we're both the assistant and we're both the ma magician. There's no, um, there needs to be a hierarchy. I think we need to add a third in someone we can, you know, kind of boss around the stage, I think. Oh, okay. I was thinking you were suggesting bring someone in above us, which I didn't, I didn't want to call that idea crazy, but I'm glad that's not what you were saying. Someone below us, but... <gasps> um, if I'm understanding you correctly, you're saying that you want to have a kid. <laughs> I don't. Well, I don't. That's not. I suppose. Okay, don't cry. Phoebe, don't cry. <laughs> you no, want to have a don't kid. Don't cry. That's not. Oh, uh, shh. Okay. Okay. No. <laughs> 15 years ago when I, you know, I mean, it's only possible now. <laughs> We're going to have to. I, I'll, I'll go to the doctor and I'll, and I'll find out yes. if it's possible. I think. 44 is not that bad. 44 is still doable. Um, it's not, I just, I'll say, I just want to be clear. That's not, that isn't necessarily what I was saying. I wasn't totally, uh, the implication wasn't that we should have a kid. I, I, the implication was we should have an assistant, like someone under us. Okay. <clears throat> I hear you. When I hear you say the word assistant, I'm thinking, yeah, small kid, child. it's got to be blood relative. Ah, uh, yeah, that's tough. I mean, based on. Based on the show, the show is a family-oriented show right now in terms of all the performers. Oh, man. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. This, uh, to be clear, I just... Phoebe, I love you, and I love magic, and I just... I, I love just you want too. to be clear. I wasn't saying that I wanted to have a kid with you, but I... Not, you didn't have uh, to say it. Not that I, not that I, to be clear, I don't not want to have a kid with you. Does that make sense? I, it's not that I. Oh, kind of. Right. It's just we've been together for so long, both in a, in a marital and a professional capacity that I, I ju mm -hmm. it just feels like what we have going now is a good float. You know what? I, but it's not because I said the show's, 
Not good. All right, we're doing it. Okay. Yeah. Well, you had you didn't say the show wasn't good. You were just saying you wanted to change the number after intermission, but now I'm hearing you, and you're saying the show's uh, not it's good. It's not. I. That's how it came out. That's how it came out verbally, <laughs> but it's not. Oh man, it's hot. It, are you hot in the car? Should I turn on? <laughs> I'm freezing. <laughs> freezing. Oh, okay. I'm freezing. I can. Feel my blood. You can feel your. Oh no! Why? Are, don't cry! Don't cry, Phoebe. It's. You don't need to cry. There's been people older than you. I think I read about a 52-year-old woman giving birth the other day. That's not why I'm crying. I'm crying because you said the show was I don't... bad, and and I'm the one who came up with the final countdown number, and that's your main issue. And so you're saying that you think that I'm no. bad. No. No, Phoebe, you're mishearing me. I don't think the final countdown number is bad. I think it is positioned incorrectly in the show. And also the final countdown number could use some tweaks in general to the act itself. I don't, th But I don't think you're bad. Remember, I love you. I love magic. I love subverting the form. And I love our act. But I just, <laughs> I think we have some room for improvement and change and, and growth and exploration and okay yes and i i just okay. again i don't know that a kid is gonna solve that unless it was twins which we can't guarantee okay <laughs> i hear you i hear well, you i guess we could adopt twins and then that would be a guarantee of twins don't say it unless you mean it. I know that yeah, I know that you love twins. <laughs> and I just think if we're going to do this instead of instead of putting your body at your age through a 9-month pregnancy, it would be geriatric. <laughs> Technically, <laughs> I don't think you're geriatric. I still think you're young and hot and vibrant and frisky and all Thank these you. things. I'm you're 44. 44 is the new 24. <laughs> um, yeah. So with all that being said, why don't we just find some like teenage twins and adopt them, <laughs> throw them, slide them right into the act. And also there are twins now. I love that. I think that's the best idea we've ever had. I don't see any problems with it at all. I feel like it's only going to bring the two of us closer together, especially because there's two. Uh -huh. So it's not going to be like one of like, oh, we have a kid and I love the kid more than right. you or vice versa. They have each other. We have each yeah. other. It's the perfect yeah. arrangement. Yes, I agree. The only I, I will say the only area I could maybe foresee a problem is if we only if we only have the one kid in in theory if we mm -hmm. only had one kid and you and i got into an argument the kid could be the deciding vote right but <gasps> but if we get into an argument now magic or marital either one if we get into a, if we mm -hmm. get into an argument now there's a chance that sure both kids could go to one side or the other but there's also a chance that the the twin vote might split will be 2 to 2 Nothing will be decided. 
You're right. And also three on one would feel three bad. On one would, yeah. yeah, three on one would feel worse than two <laughs> on one. You're right. Yeah. Um, okay, well, let's think on it. Let's not make it, let's not go out and adopt some twins tonight. Don't even know if they would love us. Um, so let's sleep on it. And in the meantime, I'll brainstorm a song we could use in place of the final countdown. We'll keep the number exactly the same, keep it where it is, change the song maybe to like um, the theme from Rocky or whatever. Oh, okay. Now the theme from Rocky coming out of intermission could be fun. Oh, okay. Uh, no, I didn't turn? miss the turn. I see. Uh, I know we said we were going to think about this, but I do see a, a human child adoption agency on the side on the side of the <laughs> on the side of the road here. I don't know if we well, want it. Pull over. That's Can we just pull fake. over and just kind of poke around? We'll just take a look. It's eight p.m. Do you think they're still open? Here, look. It was called the. It, it was. Uh, shoot, I can't see. Pull up your maps on your phone. See, see what it's called. Maybe okay. you can see. Here, I'm gonna turn around. Uh, I'm gonna turn around here. <laughs> Here, I'm just going to do it this way. Siri, what's the nearest adoption, human adoption place? <laughs> oh, she never listens to make my it, voice. Make okay. it clear I'm that it's gonna... human. We don't want another dog adoption situation. I'm just going to type it. Okay, what you saw was a humane society. Because right down the street, there's a humane society. <sighs> So that would be dogs. That would be dogs. And you hate dogs ever dogs. since the Rottweiler incident. Ever since the Rottweiler there's, there's a reason there's for a everything. There's a reason for everything. And that's the scene. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <clears throat> well, that was fun. Hannah, I gotta say, I... Hannah, for those who don't know, does love twins in real life. And I... I do I love, love twins in real life. Whenever something real like that uh comes up and i feel like uh we get to play with something that you are passionate about in real life so i was like <laughs> i'm passionate about you are. Twins. am i wrong you are passionate <laughs> i am i have like my twin telepathy book right oh, i won't that's weird <laughs> do you do you often find yourself wishing that you and claire your younger sister claire do you find yourself wishing that you two were twins Yes. Um, I have had to stop both that because I think it was <laughs> upsetting her. Because um, she's really she's really aware that I wish uh -huh. we were twins. But we're as close as we can get to, to being twins without being twins. Which is to say I copy um, everything she does. Uh, that's very funny. <laughs> I meant that I meant that with some truth but also kind of as a joke and I think I laughed so hard because it it was real. <laughs> yeah. My only hope is just that I will have twins one day. I think you will if you if you wish hard enough for it, or if you specifically adopt twins, then then yeah, the the paths are there for for the uh, the dream to be fulfilled. I think. Thank you. I yeah. I feel like since I want it so bad, it will be crazy to me if I don't have twins. I have tried to set myself up for that, but I'm like. I feel like dating a twin, it skips a generation, so I need to date somebody whose parents is a twin, and I, and I have done that. Um, <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> but it didn't work out, so Gotta find another one. Gotta find another one. 
I have to. Everybody on the apps, I'm like, hey, what's your parent situation? How many aunts and uncles do you have and why? Are they twins? But you, correct me if I'm wrong, and I'm sorry that I'm absolutely taking us down this twin path away from any improv at all. But correct me if I'm wrong. You are only interested in identical twins and not fraternal twins? Yeah, because fraternal twins are just siblings born at the same time. My our, our friend Lisa and I had an extended discussion about this one night where it's just like, those are just siblings born at the same time. Those are not, they're not twins. That, that, it, that was the, then Claire and I are fraternal twins essentially, but just born yeah. two and a half years apart. I love identity. So, twins. okay. So let me, let me ask you this. What would be, what would be worse to you? You have two kids and they're born like two and a half years apart, like you and Claire, but they are very mm-hmm. similar and, uh, you know, have some twinish qualities or you do, you do have twins, but they're fraternal and not identical. Mm-hmm. Do they get along? Are they similar? Yes. They, they act as identical twins, but they are fraternal. Well, then I would like that because it's like, get it all out of the way at once, you know, do the, all the baby stuff at the same time. You don't have to like just get out of the baby stuff and then get right back into it with another sibling. Oh, and I dated an identical twin once. Really? Yes. Briefly. But, um, I don't think I would have had twins with him because it skips. Like I said, it skips. Yeah. It can skip. Yeah. Uh, well, that's a bummer. All right. Well, that was some good twin talk. Uh, check out Hannah's podcast. I didn't twin date talk. him because he was a twin. That sounds that sounds nasty. <laughs> I dated him, and then I learned that he was a twin. I'm not, not seeking out twins. I don't know. I will say it does sound like you're seeking out twins. I, I liked this guy. Then I learned he was a twin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it was like a bonus, a happy bonus. Yeah. Wait, was he an identical twin or was he a fraternal twin? identical i believe i never met his brother but yeah identical okay here's another question sorry i know (laughs) i know we're still in twin town over here here's another question i have though um identical twins are your preferred of course Mm -hmm. but do do a boy and a girl twin does that count to you or do you want identical boy or boys or girls i've I thought a lot about this because I like the idea of having a boy and a girl child, mm-hmm. but then I'm like, can they be best friends? I don't know. Maybe. And also gender is a social construct. Correct. But, um, so I feel like if they were going to be fraternal twins, it would be nice if they were the same, um, gender just so that they could, I can, they can share clothes and they can have somebody who's going through all the same stuff as them and they can talk about that. And, and I like having a sister. So, yeah. Yeah, as as someone who has who has three brothers and no sisters, I I agree that I I liked my life as well. <laughs> yeah. You get it. <clears throat> yeah, I get it. You get it. Uh okay, well that was uh that was Twin Talk, our weekly Twin Talk <laughs> segment, uh the segment within the show. Show within the show as they say. Um Hannah, I had a lot of fun playing with you doing improv. I always do. Um, I feel like that's not the, probably not the first scene where you and I have been married in a car, but it was probably the longest scene where you and I have been married in a car, and I had a blast. Me too. I realized, 
I had decided that since I was in the passenger seat and you were driving that I would look over at you, but then I noticed in the screen that it would have made more sense for me to look this way because then I would have been looking at you. But as somebody who doesn't improvise on uh-huh. camera, I, I didn't register that till halfway through. And then I was like, well, I'm committed because I've like decided that you're here. Yes, that is so funny. I had <laughs> I had two things that were bothering me that I was doing, which was one, I started driving just to show that I was mm-hmm. driving, but then my hands were unrealistically high in the screen just so I could show like if I was down here like I, I I'm holding the wheel yeah. down here but no one can even see so then I was kind of in and out but then I was also doing stuff with my hands and I was like well if you're listening to a, this on a podcast it doesn't matter no one can see it anyways um and then the other thing was I saw I noticed you started looking at me and I was like okay Hannah McDonald she's very smart that's smart so then I started looking to you but I was turning left but then I realized me looking left isn't the way I was. It looked like I was anytime I turned, it looked like I was talking out the car window instead of looking at mm-hmm. you based on how our it was. It was a mess. If you were watching this visually, it probably would have been better if you closed your eyes and just listened. Uh, I, I almost muted myself for the stream and just like told you that in the middle of the scene because I felt so bad. I saw you realizing it and I was like, oh no. Because either way, because if I'm the passenger, this is... You were looking the right way as far as I could tell. Hannah, you were turned the right way, but the way we were positioned, I was driving the car, let's call it London style, and you were in the passenger seat. (laughs) So we were flip-flopped. Uh, so in okay. in my mind, the show we did was in London. Okay, we, Americans in London. Yes, we've you know we're traveling across the bar scene across the world, putting on the shows. Mm-hmm. Well, logistics mm-hmm. aside, you guys found the game really fast, which was very fun. The whole like I'm hearing blah 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 and then trent repeating i love you i love magic like all of these things like that back and forth was so fun and like every time hannah you saying something that was nothing like what trent said was like yeah perfect i was very tickled by you saying that what you're hearing is you wanted to have a kid because i (laughs) i was thinking to myself i was like oh that would be really funny if this was actually a kid and then you fucking nailed it. You did it. And I was like, Hannah's good, dude. She knows she knows what's funny. And I, I, You set it up. <laughs> well, thank you. But you can only throw the ball in the air. You need your teammate to dunk it down. That was pretty <laughs> verbally. That was pretty rough on my end, especially for someone who watched five hours of basketball yesterday. But you, everyone dunk understands. Yeah, you dunk it down. Well, because I feel like in a car scene when you're not distracted, like I get when you're in a scene elsewhere, you're supposed to be doing object work or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I feel like when you're in a car scene and there's not much to do, all you can do is focus on emotional stuff, really, which is so any choice to make was an emotional one. So that's why when you're like, we need an assistant, it was like, okay, well, but let's make it emotional. Yeah. Let's have a kid. Yeah. I totally agree. I think that was... that choice specifically was a great choice because it was both smart and funny, I thought. And also, this is something I think 
Val and I have talked about on the show before in the last few weeks is just like doing it, doing improv on this medium is very, it's not like doing it on a stage, especially now that stages are coming back and people are getting to do improv in person again. Like, especially if you're just listening to it on a podcast, like you don't get to see the, the physicality that we're doing. Like I, I noticed you did something with the window at one point and I was like, great that I've noticed that, that my scene partner did this, but like, you know, unless, unless you're literally being like, okay, I'm going to roll up the window. Cause it's a little chilly and like, that's not going to come across on a podcast. And I, the thing that I think Val and I have talked about a little bit the last couple of weeks is like, I just don't know that I've, I personally feel like I'm even comfortable or have totally figured out how to properly improvise through this medium of like some people are seeing it, but also some people won't. And then it's also this tiny little box. Whereas when we're on stage, everything we're doing, you know, if we're driving a car on stage, even though we're just trapped in the car, uh, people are watching your full body and like, seeing mm-hmm. you tap the gas and you know control the steering wheel and all those things um so that's just an incredibly long-winded way of saying <laughs> yes the more emotional choices you make especially in these types of um situations the better and hannah you made the most emotional choice possible which was bringing life into this world mm. <laughs> and it's funny cuz you were talking about the structure of your magic show, like uh-huh. for a lot of the scene, and you, your scene itself was very well structured. Like that bomb came like right, sort of middle, like two thirds in, and so it was like the perfect like moment for this like big emotional shock to the scene. Um, you guys, I had a good rhythm like right out of the gate, and like found those moments at good times through the scene. So it was kind of it was fun for me because it was like meta. <laughs> Uh, you were having a conversation about show structure and exemplifying good show structure at the same time. Oh, that's because that's funny to hear because when when Trent called it, I was like, oh, that helped. It's been like three minutes. So <laughs> I had no sense of where we were in it. Wow. And that's the sign of uh, a couple people having fun. Don't know how long it's been. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was like 13 minutes, I think it was. <laughs> oh, I already erased it, but it was around 13 minutes. Well. Time flies. Time flies when you're having fun, as they say. Also, I think that speaks to the uh, familiarity we have with each other as improvisers because we got to play together so long. I've mm-hmm. I don't know if you've found this, Hannah, playing with um, playing with people again, but the the one show I did. Uh, obviously I moved to LA from Chicago during the pandemic. Um, and I was back in Chicago two weeks ago and I did one show with my, uh, my team fair dinkum and it literally felt like riding a bike. It felt like it was just natural. Cause I had done so many scenes with those people before. Did it mm-hmm. playing your, you're on little heroes, um, uh, mm-hmm. a great team at LSI, which we will talk more about at the end of the show. Um, did it feel easy going back into that or was there some rest for you improvisationally or was it easy because you're friends with everybody? It, it 
was easy. I was so nervous and I was, and I was trying to tell myself not to be nervous. Cause I was like, everybody knows none of us have done this in a year and a half. Nobody's going to be judging. Mm-hmm. I was like so nervous going into the show. And then my first show with little heroes back in end of July, it was just fun. It was so fun, especially cause I hadn't played with that team in a couple of yeah. years really. And, um, and some of my best friends are on that team, but it was, it was, it was easy. And then the very next night I played with another team that I've been on for a long time, Power Clashing, and it was the same yeah. deal. It was just like, we're just friends and we're having fun. And Power Clashing got dinner beforehand to try to like get on the same energy because we hadn't seen each other since before the pandemic. And I think that helped too, because then we just like got back into our old rhythm as friends and then just brought that on stage. But um, I think it would have been different if my first show back on stage was with somebody I hadn't performed with ever, or, although even with Little Heroes, I hadn't ever played before with Jane, who's on the mm-hmm. team, or Tanya, who was there for the first show. And it was easy and fun with them. I don't know, I don't know, but it was, <laughs> uh, maybe because I was with people that yeah. I had played with before and it just translated, transferred. Yeah, whatever. and you know, you have a relationship with Tanya and Jane too, outside of Mm-hmm. being on the team so i'm sure that's helpful but i think you're i think you're right had being around everybody else who you're friends with it just was i was like i i honestly haven't been improv or i haven't been improv i haven't been nervous before an improv show in like probably seven or eight years and that mm-hmm. show in chicago two weeks ago beforehand i was like oh i'm a little i'm a little nervous and then almost almost immediately just like the familiarity of 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 playing with that same group of people that i had done you know so many hours of improv with it it also felt i was also surprised by how easy it felt and um felt good felt good to be back felt good to do it yeah um okay we can wrap it up a little bit here i know hannah has a fun evening planned so she does have to scoot um (laughs) Uh, 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 I would, I would like to say these are some things that if you're in Chicago, you can see Hannah doing. First of all, Hannah is one of the hosts of the small prop show at Logan Square Improv. Again, Logan Square Improv, we love it. If you're in Chicago, you got to go to that theater. Check it out. It's incredible. Um, small prop is a show every Friday at 7 p.m. at LSI. Um, it is exactly what it says it is, small prop. There are... Uh, five or six teams of two uh, in the lineup every week. Um, and it's great. You know, Chicago Improv, a bunch of great improvisers. And, of course, Little Heroes every Sunday night at the Sunday show at LSI along with the late 90s. Those are legitimately two of the best teams you can see in Chicago. Sundays at 8.30, um, Logan Square Improv. Go see Little Heroes and the late 90s. And also, I would just like to say, uh, Hannah did not ask me to mention this. But I would like to mention this because it is something I enjoy. Um, Hannah, in addition to being an improviser, is a, a poet that I love. And you should follow if, if poetry is something you're interested in and if poetry is something you're not interested in, Either way, I think you'll have a good time because I'm <laughs> not someone who particularly cares for poetry. But I enjoy what Hannah does a lot. So um, follow you. her on Instagram at April Wildflowers. That's her poetry yes. account. I love it. Um, it's great. She's got she posts poems there all the time. It's great. Hannah, she's a prolific performer in more areas than one. She's a great friend, as I said, um, a great performer. Um, and Hannah, thank you for doing the show. I'm glad. I'm glad we got to do this. 
Thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. I'm glad I got to play with you. I love to do improv, and I love to do improv with my friends. And boy, Hannah's my friend. Um, okay, before we get out of here, uh, I will say the premiere at the top of the hour, wherever you are, whatever time zone you're in, whether that be Central or Eastern or Pacific or even Mountain, uh, at the top of the hour will be the premiere on this very Twitch channel, the Trident Twitch channel of um, the Witching Hour. Val, please tell the people what the Witching Hour is all about. Yes. Well, they liked when I described uh, Witching Hour as a fever dream uh, last time, so we'll do that again. It's a it's a a tarot filled, <laughs> astrology filled, weed filled <laughs> fever dream of euphoria, and you should definitely tune in to that in approximately yes. twelve minutes uh, for for that fun. Um, also, I'm gonna take a moment to shamelessly plug. Uh, another performance at LSI on Saturday. This Saturday is my birthday hey. and I'm performing in the, yeah, I'm turning 35. Ooh. Speaking of geriatric. Pregnancies. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, uh, I'm performing with an all Trident network uh, member cast in the, in the whose line is it Saturday show, which is basically the live in-person version of Forgot to Mute, which is the show that plays the Thursdays yep. when this show is not happening on Trident. Um, so if you are in Chicago and you want to go three nights in a row to see Hannah, and then you can squeeze in my birthday show in the middle uh, if you are so inclined. Sounds like a pretty sweet deal to me. Also, Logan Square Improv, every show there is either free or $5. And if you are a patron to LSI, Every show's free, so, you know, consider joining that Patreon. Um, consider joining the Trident Network's Patreon, patreon.com slash the Trident Network. If you join that Patreon, it helps not only this show, but all the other shows across the Trident Network. Um, it's super helpful and a great, um, a great way for you to support us if that is something you're looking to do. Um, also, if you're listening to this on a, on a podcast, specifically Apple Podcasts, you know, give us a rating, give us a review. That's also helpful. And if you listen to podcasts on Spotify like I do, don't do that because you can't. Um, all right. <clears throat> I think that's it. Any, Val, anything else? Uh, no, we've just got lots of shows on mm -hmm. uh, Trident uh, on Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. So tune in. Uh, our schedule is up to date on this channel so you can see what's coming up next. We have trivia night, like pub trivia, but on the internet yeah. on Monday. So uh, come and do some Halloween-themed trivia and show your smarts. Who's hosting uh, the trivia show? Uh, Becky Tremblay and Kristen Hallen. Great. They're both great. Mm-hmm. All right. Visit thetridentnetwork.com for more information on all things Trident or, you know, subscribe to this channel. Um, okay. I think that's it. Val, thank you as always. Wonderful, wonderful to talk to you every other week uh, that I get to. <laughs> we'll be back in two weeks. As Val said, next week, uh, Forgot to Mute will be here. Another great improv show, short form improv. We love it. Um, that's it. Hannah, thank you so much. Thank Please you. enjoy The Exorcist tonight. Yes, oh, that's where I Hannah's going to be, seeing The Exorcist. Um, and everybody, please, please, I'm begging you to remember, I love improv! Bye! Thanks for watching.
follow the podcast wherever you listen, and be sure to subscribe to and follow the Trident Network on Twitch. I Love Improv with Trent Dozier is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about the Trident Network videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. You can also support the podcast by donating to the Trident Network's Patreon at patreon.com slash the Trident Network. The I Love Improv live stream features technical support from Val Agnew. The theme music was composed by Nia D'Amelio, and the podcast was edited by me. We return on Thursday, November 4th, live on twitch.tv slash the Trident Network at 6 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern.